Hey, and welcome to Mama's Making Moves. We are glad you found us. In this podcast, Marissa Boone and Tracy Scott talk about their lives as real estate agents, wives, and moms. We want to share our lives and experiences with you, and we hope you laugh, relate, and cheer. Click subscribe so you don't miss our crazy lives as you take a small break from yours. Good morning and welcome to Mama's Making Moves. We are so excited to be back in the studio talking about all things uh, ladies, real estate, momming, parenting, wifing, all the things. So, uh, Welcome this morning, Miss Marissa. Thank We're bright you. and early. Yay. No yes. clubhouse for us this morning. No clubhouse this morning. <laughs> We're here early. Yes, here in the office early, we've got a big day. Tons to do in real estate, so we thought we would take some time this morning to just talk a little bit about this crazy real estate market. Yeah, it's a little painful. Very painful. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about selling. We'll talk a bit, little bit about buying, maybe some strategies, just tell some fun stories. Uh, and hopefully you will just enjoy hearing about this moment in time <laughs> in history, uh, you know, in the uh, throes of a pandemic, um, just crazy real estate market. Who would have thunk it? So anyway, Marissa, why don't you kick it off and just tell us a little bit about what you're seeing in the market compared to, you know, the last few years and... Um, just tell me a story if you want. Go ahead. Um, well, let's see. Right now, um, being a listing agent is amazing. Mm, right. Because um, before you even list the property, before it's active, you've got people throwing offers at you without even walking through the property, which is crazy. Some people do it. I've had people do it, not even see the house, buy it, sight unseen. Um, we are, for buyers, we are going 40, 60 grand above list price and still not getting the property mm-hmm. so it's um very discouraging <laughs> for buyers right now sellers I think are a little overwhelmed with all of the offers that they get and trying to help them understand which one's going to be the best offer for their situation is not always the highest amount and that's what I feel like agents need to remember that just because you come in with the highest number doesn't mean you're going to get it oh yeah definitely a, not. a lot more goes into it than just the number the final number that comes out, like there's contingencies and the close time, just everything. So like, I want to say the two bedroom condo that I put on in Northern Virginia, it was on the market for 24 hours. I think we ended up with six offers, all of them over list. And we did not pick the highest one because the contingencies did not suit my seller. So that was kind of painful for those agents because they didn't understand why I came in with the highest. So why didn't I get it? So just having to um, tell people that and help them understand is, it's a lot more than just, hey, we sold your house. So, Oh, yeah, most (laughs) most definitely. So how are you, you know, coaching your buyers differently than you have in the past? Um, Right now, so I always try to make sure that they understand like their type of financing, what each contingency is, and the best offer is going to go in right now with the least amount of contingencies for people. And if they can close sooner, that's great. But I feel like a lot of buyers right now don't fully understand, all right, I have a pre-approval so I can buy in a house. And I don't know if it's because lenders aren't really explaining or maybe we need to explain more. But I try to sit down with them, and I do have a buyer's packet that I put together, and 
walk them through each step and what each thing means and just laying out like if you don't have to have this contingency don't do it because it's gonna put you further to the bottom of the pile so it's just a lot of educating for people right now that we I feel like I didn't have to do as much before oh I I would say a hundred percent the buyers that I'm working with some of them get it and some (laughs) of them don't you really hope with all the information out there what they usually know is I've been watching you know or realtor or you know one of the websites and as soon as something goes up it it's sold. Yes. <laughs> and then you just try to explain the why and the what's happening. And not everybody wants to hear that. Mm-mm. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we could, you know, make an offer for 10000 under, mm-hmm. ask for closing costs. Oh, closing costs. Yeah. That's out the window. Yeah, right? I mean, if you don't have 3% of the sales price in cash money in your you know, bank account, then you're not even a player right now. And that's what people aren't understanding. They're like, well, can't I just ask for closing costs? And flat out, you just have to tell them, no, right. Can't like, this is where we're at. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Right. Or, or I think a lot of first time homebuyers don't even know about closing costs. Yes. What that is, why that is. And so I've heard this one a lot. If they have a USDA or a VA or some government back loan that doesn't require a down payment, they'll say, well, I've got a USDA loan. I don't I don't have to I yeah. don't have to have any money down. So again, that falls on the lender and also us. I'm not right. going to put it all on the lender. Um but yeah, it comes into educating, but I feel like before they get to us, I I would hope that they would know mm-hmm. or have a breakdown of regardless if I don't have to put money down, I still have to have money. Right. I have to have some money. Yeah. I mean, it used to be I could say, well, you need about $1500 up front for mm-hmm. your you know, your, your EMD, inspection, your EMD, inspection. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's what you needed. Yep. That was the story, you know. And that's the story that people are getting. Like, oh, well, my brother bought a house two years ago mm. and he came to the table with no money. I'm like, that's great. Your brother bought it a good time. Mm-hmm. Right. This that's- is not your brother mother's market. <laughs> it's, it, not. It's, it's not. It's definitely not. People are getting houses, but it's it's a fight. It really is. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for a lot of first-time home buyers because they get so discouraged and it hurts. Yeah. It really does. When you've seen 23 houses, no, mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating, and you've written on eight of them and you're not even a contender, it it really hurts and they just want to throw in the towel. Right. But I do try to bring faith into it. I'm like, if this was your house, you would have got it. Right. So you will get that house when it happens. Yes. And I've done it with plenty of couples lately and we saw houses, we wrote on them. They didn't get it. They've prayed over it. And the one house, it popped up out of nowhere. Right. And they got it. And it fit perfectly for their family. So it's just, you have to be patient right now. Yeah, you do have to be patient. And, you know, how are you handling those folks that, like, they want to capitalize on this hot market, so they want to sell their house, but they have nowhere to go. (laughs) Yeah. So, I let's see. I want to say the latest thing we did was, like, um, a rent back. Yeah. Um, that's always been, I never had to do it before. Mm-hmm, right. It's never. Like we're coordinating all of these new events. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Now people are doing it and buyers are like, sure, I'm good with it. It's fine because they want the house. Right. Right. So they'll allow them to stay in the property after closing until they're ready to move. Like I have somebody moving to California 
the buyer said, you can stay a whole nother month, even after closing. And normally you pay a fee. He's not charging her anything right. to stay. Yep. And it sounds crazy, but it's because they want the house. And they know that, that that's what works for the seller. And in that deal that we had, that's what worked best for the seller. That person was willing to give her a rent back so she could move and not have to rush out where the other ones were offering more money but they wanted to close way before. So again, it's whatever works for that seller. And I noticed that agents will call the listing agent and say, what is it your seller's looking for? Mm -hmm. What can we do to make our offer top of the list? Right. And how do you feel about that? Like in this market, it, it's, it's like, I feel like when I have a listing, I just going to sit on my phone mm -hmm. all day because I'm going to get those phone calls. And then once we put it under contract, I might as well just throw my phone in the ocean <laughs> Because you're going to get those phone calls. <laughs> Death threats. Yes, yes. <laughs> people calling you out. Well, you didn't let me know in a timely manner. Um, I'm okay with agents calling and asking me that. I've only done it once or twice. Mm -hmm. um, and it's normally when I get a notification after showing the house that all offers are due by X amount of time when it just came on the market. <laughs> right. But I'll have them call me before they even go show the property. And say, I'm getting ready to show this property. What is it your seller's looking for? And the first time I was like, um, she's looking to sell her house. So, I mean, right. what, uh, I don't know, what are you <laughs> looking for? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you've had a ton lately, so. Um, it's difficult to do two at the same time. That's That's been my, like, but then it, I was just sharing this with another agent on our team that, you know, would I rather have double the pain for a shorter amount of time or would I rather have, like, out. stretch out the pain? <laughs> <laughs> so I really, I, what I said to her was I think, you know, doing two at a time and just expecting that I'm going to be, you know, working through a, a lot of phone mm -hmm. calls, a lot of questions, a lot of supporting agents, yes. buyers' agents. Um, and, you know, I do both. I, we have listings. We have mm -hmm. um buyers and while I have been able to kind of throw some buyers aside and have also been fired <laughs> by buyers recently uh, I <laughs> I think that you know doing doing multiple at a time has been an okay thing but I just know like I have to set everything else aside mm -hmm. don't make big plans you're going to be on the phone. I'm going to be, you know, providing an agent from a different state um, yes. a code. I'm going to be answering questions. I'm going to be, you know, You did say code. something. You said support buying agents. And yes. that is so big because I, I know listing agents get overwhelmed. We both do it. We, bo we do both sides. So we understand what it's like, but you have to still support those buyer's agents. Like you can't just throw them to the wolves right. and forget about them right? because like that will come back to you. And would you like oh, to yeah. feel that way? <laughs> oh yeah. Like you have to support your fellow realtors because they're doing the same thing you're doing. Right. And, and I see that. I see a lot of complaining, you know, we've been joking about yes. that around here. A lot of uh, Facebook pages and, and the complaints of how buyer's agents are being treated mm -hmm. by listing agents. I mean, some of it I think is it is very easy to overlook a text, an email, yes. because we are getting so many. You get bombarded by them. And if there's so many agents and 
if they're if you're not in my phone, it's just another you know five four zero seven zero three. And by the end of the day, I'm going through and I'm like, oh my gosh, she said she's gonna you know, send an offer. And I never wrote her back and said, we've already accepted one, you know, and and I admittedly feel badly about Mm -hmm. that. But at the same time, it's like, I hope that there's grace on both sides, I guess, is what I'm saying. 100% treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Especially in this business. Mm -hmm. Follow up when this, when this crazy market's gone, we're all still going to be here. Yes. (laughs) We're going to have to work with each other. Yeah. So I have to all get along. Kumbaya. (laughs) Um, but it's tough because there's because we have friends in it too, and so yeah. you see their offers come across, and you see you know all these offers, and it's like oh you know you, you got to do always what's best for your client, for your client certainly, yeah. but then you have to call your friend and say yeah, yeah. not the one I know I I'm hate sorry. that oh it's the worst I don't know I hate getting that call also uh-huh. okay so there's there's a question do you call text. Throw that thing is showing time. Hope for the best. Well, you know, I'm the queen of texting. <laughs> right. Um, I don't call unless I have to. Um, I want to say the last one, the crazy, crazy one in Northern Virginia, I did speak to a few agents on the phone because they called me ahead of time. I thought it was only fair that I give them a call like they did to me. Right. Um, but normally I updated in showing time and I will send out an email to each individual agent, thanking them for showing the property, taking the time to submit an offer and let them know who received it. And it wasn't them, but, um, right. yeah, other than Sorry. that, yeah. you call, don't you? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. I've definitely taken the, uh, easier way out. I mean, the first Lately, thing you've had to, mm, it's a, you know, it's a lot. I think we got, you know, 13 offers on one that was you know, a decent amount. But what I like to do is immediately try to get it in showing time. Mm-hmm. Like go online. You have to update it. Quick. Because either, you know, the next day has, you know, showings. Yep. And I feel like if a buyer's a, a buyer or buyer's agent loses a day or two of searching, mm-hmm. that sucks. Well, yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. Well, right. You put the offer in on a Thursday mm-hmm. and they're not going to make a decision until... Monday, you've missed the whole weekend. Right. You know, potentially. Uh, so, yeah, I usually do that, text. Sometimes I call, but mostly text, yeah. you know, and I do exactly what you said. I don't do a, a group one, but I'll individually right. and say something very nice, like, I feel you (laughs) deeply. Yes. I have been here. (laughs) I appreciate you. I know how hard this is. Um. You know, I'm sure your typing fingers hurt from all the offers you're writing. Yeah, it sucks. It does. I mean, it's like a, it's great and terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I mean, there's no middle. No. <laughs> right. It's great that the market is doing so mm-hmm. well for those of us that are fortunate enough to get the listing. Yes. It's just terrible on the other side. Yeah. I mean, being lined up, you schedule your showing and having to sit in a line outside of a house to go see it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's discouraging from the jump because right. your buyers are like, all these people are looking at this house. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So be prepared. So I do try to tell them ahead of time, look, we're going to pack this day with showings, but be prepared to make a decision yeah. when we're done. And right. if you're not, that's fine. That means you're not ready. You didn't find the house. That's okay, too. Right. I don't like to push people. And I feel like you'll feel when it's the right house for you. Right. Don't just write on it just to write on it. Right. And yeah. I think some people are doing that and that's a that's a bummer because you're gonna end up with a house that you didn't really want. Right. 
because you feel pressured and, oh, God, I have to get a house. Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot of houses. Yeah, (laughs) but at the same time, there is a sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. The days of being able to go home and think about it for a couple days. I remember that. I mean, right. (laughs) I mean, it was nothing to be be at the end of a showing. Mm -hmm. Is this a home that you think that you'd like to make an offer on, Mr. Customer? Well, we want to go home and think about it for a couple days, and we'll get back to you on Friday. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember telling people that, and I showed one the other week, and they're like, well, we like to take a day or two to think about it. And I'm like, I'm just going to be real with you. This house is not going to be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm not trying to push you. I'm not trying to be mean. I just, mm-hmm. you have to be real with them. Right. So that's kind of tough. But in the end, they'll appreciate it. Or they'll fire you. Yeah. So <laughs> how's that feel? Well, I got, I, I mean, my story is, you know, one that sometimes you have to go like, okay, God, you know best. And right. Just be grateful. He was watching out for yeah, you. Yeah. But I, but you, I have, and I know many, many agents have invested all of this time. If you've had any years of experience, you know, you've invested time in someone, possibly years or more, and mm, still nothing it. happens, right? Or it finally happens. But it sure isn't soon enough for your sanity, right? <laughs> How we met, right? Yes. yes. So this particular one, I mean, probably eight or nine months showing houses. At least, because I remember, because oh, yeah, I was there. We've been all seasons yes. together. Yes. All seasons. And uh, coaching along the way of really what's required in the market eight months ago till now is even... I mean, it's significantly more crazy. Yes. So it went from having a conversation around, you know, you probably need to do this loan program, you know, uh, helping them understand the ranks, mm-hmm. conventional, FHA, right. USDA, and was trying to do a USDA loan, which his lender told him he really didn't qualify for, but he was certain that he did. <laughs> uh, and so anyway, he... Um, he didn't, ended up being like FHA. So, okay, so already we're at a government back loan, mm-hmm. strike one, Yep. right? So now we have that, and he has enough money. He, he gets that he may have to pay over the price, willing to do that via escalation or with cash, maybe even willing to forego an appraisal if it makes sense, mm-hmm. right? But that's it. He's got his three and a half down for his FHA, and so... I showed him a house that had been on the market for a little bit. And uh, I did that because I was like, well, it's been on the market for a little bit. On this one, we might be able to write an offer and ask for closing. An actual negotiation. <laughs> yes, right? The next one is like, and this is in this current market. Mm-hmm. So for the last eight months, we've probably seen, you know, 20 homes at least, at 25, least. 30. Yeah, I mean, drop the hat, go on every whim mm-hmm. to go see a house. Um, and it went from, you need to have at least half of your closing costs to, okay, we're serious talk now. So whenever he wanted to see the second one, it was a hot house. Mm-hmm. It was a house that was go- in the the primo price range that everybody wants. Yep. And it's like this chalet in the woods, super cute. Okay. So I just did what I think was the best thing to do. I said, do you have closing costs for this? Do you have your three and a half percent? Do you have your EMD and are you able to pay closing costs? And he told me he had X number of dollars toward closing costs, which wasn't 
anywhere. It wasn't even a quarter. No, girl. Not. <laughs> no. Okay. It was not. I'm being and generous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, five dollars. Right. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> he said, anyway, that, you know, so I just said, you, you're going to need to be extremely competitive. You're going to need to not ask for a subsidy. Uh, it just it just is what it is. You can hate right. me for the truth, but that's the truth. In the end, you're trying to help him. 100%. And I said, you know, I didn't say anything about, I don't want to waste my time every single night running around with your sorry book. Well, <laughs> you don't have no money. I didn't say that. Might have been what I was thinking to some degree. Didn't say it to him. <laughs> <laughs> no. May have came out in the office once. Uh, but anyway, I, I think that I was as as coaching, polite. And, and professional. Right. And really trying to set him up for success. Right. That's 100%. your job. Right. And why are we going to waste everybody's time not doing something that's going to get you the desired outcome? Right. I'm, I'm over that in my life right now. So anyway, I just, um, I, I said all that in text because I had said it enough out loud. Right. And I just said, you know, I don't know that you're going to be competitive without your, you know, without a, your down payment, your closing costs, the whole bit. And so the next morning, and this is like 1030 at night while I'm, why am I entertaining text at 1030 at night? I, I don't know. Anyway, um, boundaries, people, boundaries. <laughs> and so, you know, I set a boundary by saying, no, we're not going until you're ready. Yeah. And uh, then I got booted so um oh, yeah the next wow. morning I got the email that was like we're the breakup letter and I just I wish them the best like I really do that's what you do but you're gonna waste somebody else's time I'll beep, no. yeah <laughs> not mine not mine anymore I mean but that is the conundrum that we get in right you've spent all this time yep and you know in your heart of hearts like you should probably just let this go but the time you've already spent when you didn't know that the you should let it go. The time you've already spent. And the problem that we have is we truly care. I do care. I love <laughs> them. I would take them right back and I would. That's just it. Yeah. Like, it's, I hear so many agents that are like, oh, well, I got rid of this client. And I'm like, oh, don't you worry about, like, I worry about them. Are they going to find the right house? What if somebody steers them wrong? It, you have to hold their hand. Right, right. And I know sometimes you, you shouldn't, but <laughs> we're not like that. Right, no. We're no. naturally caring, and that's why we're good at our job. Mm -hmm. But there's some, sometimes you just can't care for people anymore. Right. <laughs> well, there's a fine line between, you know, really trying to help someone, educate them, and coming from a place of, like, I, I truly love you, want the best for you, right. and then allowing them to sabotage what you, the most important things mm -hmm. in life. And so what I was finding in some in that situation in particular and even uh, you know another one recently is that I was the one doing all the work mm -hmm. right I'm the one taking you here dropping everything watching you know stuff making sure that you get in da 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 but but what I've asked you to do to be you successful you're not doing it right so to me that's like we're not playing we're not both playing ball here no <laughs> you know? it's like you're not on the same team Right. When you're you're supposed to be a team. That's right. It is a team. It's it a is. team effort. Um, I have one right now that I'm like, well, he's not getting everything to the bank in a timely fashion. Yeah. And because of the employment style, 
is using like a local bank rather than mortgage. Okay. And it's like, even through the process, Mr. Buyer, we finally got your butt under contract, <laughs> you know, with a house that you say you really love, but like, um, he's asking for your W-2, so is that like a major issue to get? Right. Like, <laughs> just hand it over. Get it done. That's all you have to do. You're not asking them to do backflips or anything. Mm-mm. Just hand your stuff in on time. Yes, yes. And we both get the outcome that we want. You get the house that you want. Yeah. I get to kiss you goodbye. Right. <laughs> hug, hug. Uh, bye, deuces. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. So what are some of the things that you've seen uh, agents doing to help their clients make that great offer? I think you mentioned one, obviously going above the closing, you know, using our, I mean, uh, above the ask list price. Um, Go above the list price, write in an escalation clause. Um, I've had people submit a letter, which that offer did get my seller. Um, the buyer submitted a letter letting her know who he was, what he did. Um, and there was a common ground that we didn't know about. Her husband had passed away and he was in the Navy and she moved to this place because he was in the military and raised her family here. And then come to find out the buyer was a Navy vet who was now a firefighter by himself starting over in this area. And that's, that right there Sold. won her over. Yes. Sold. Yes. He had a great offer, mm-hmm. but just that personal touch. And some sellers are good with that. Like mm-hmm. some of them, you can tell they're going to accept this personal touch. And others are like, I don't care. The bottom line is money. <laughs> right. Right. And yes. you have to gauge that. Like, right. I mean, of course we have to submit it to our client and show them, but some of them it's not, it's not going to matter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. exactly right. Yeah. It, but when it does, it does. And usually there's one party that it is more emotionally invested yes. in their house. And so they're connected and they want to know that someone's going to come and live there and make yes. memories. That was something because where it's located, there's a lot of investors. And we had multiple investors submit mm-hmm. offers that cash at $310,000. Right. And she didn't want to hear it because right. she knew it was an investor. She had lived there with her husband for 15 years she didn't want somebody to come in and just rent it out to somebody else she wanted somebody to actually live in the home and make it a home right so that was something that in the investors didn't want to hear that right like they were not (laughs) when you roll in with cash and it's just like let's get this thing done yep um quick close like seven day close no inspection she's like it doesn't matter it's not what's important to me and when she said Mm -hmm. that I was like okay Yeah, well, I had something similar during, like, the listing appointment time. This young couple was like, well, we're really hoping that, you know, another young family will be able to take this over because this was a great first house for us, la-di-da, until somebody from, like, Northern Virginia rolled in with a cash offer that was, you know, $25,000 above the list price and straight cash, quick close, rent back for as long as you want, you know, no money, la da 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 That's like a no-brainer. Yeah, kind of was. It kind of threw that Pollyanna idea of putting a cute little family in there right out the window. Let them put a cute family uh-huh, in there. Right. <laughs> Why right. you put that money in my bank? Yeah, right? You go put that money toward your cute family. Yes. You know? Mm-mm. But yeah, that one was a that was an interesting one, too. And, and that's one we're still going through where everybody has a rent back. So... 
the you know the person buying their home has allowed them a rent back the home that they're buying they've been afforded a rent back by mm-hmm. their the house that i mean it's That's like a, yeah it's a domino of dates and if one doesn't happen no 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 <laughs> and you you know i definitely put myself in the shoes of i get it you want to plan your moving date right you want to you know, you've got to, you've got to call the U-Haul guy. You've got to get yes. your friends to come over and help or the movers scheduled or whatever it is. And to have to do it once or twice or, you know, keep calling, keep scheduling or just be in the dark. And right. So I think that's worse for it, people. Yeah. Not knowing. Yes. Cause I have, they call me all, well, the one mm-hmm. she um, would call me multiple times a day and want to schedule her moving truck. And it's like, you can't do it yet because we we don't have that clear to close yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you to go ahead and schedule it this day and you lose X amount of dollars because, one, you're going to come back and be mad at me. And, two, that's not the smartest thing to do. Right. So I have a lot of people that who are buying are asking for preoccupancy mm-hmm. also. So that mm-hmm. has worked out for a few. I'm getting ready to request another one, so fingers crossed. Um, but, again, they normally pay a daily fee on that and some of them are okay with paying it but then you have some who don't have money right and they can't pay it but they need it's hard to close on the same day and then you got to move that same day yeah it's just it's not realistic for some people when you have a family and you have four dogs and everything else like it's it's a lot to do so again that falls on us to figure out right what's going to work for every party in the transaction, which it's it's not easy. No, and you have to all work together. That's yes. the treat the other agent. In my case, it's funny because I was the listing agent for the one side, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like Queen B. But I'm dealing with the listing agent on the other side, and she's showing me straight Queen B. And I'm <laughs> like, listen, there's not enough room for all no. this Queen B up in here. No. But, you know, we're all highly stressed, I think. I mean, you know, not, not highly stressed, but we're... We're all working really hard mm-hmm. because we love our job and we want to yeah. see people in homes, right? So I'm trying to have grace for everyone that is also up at 1030 at night and midnight. And, this isn't and, a job that right now that you can do if you don't truly love it. Yeah. And if you don't truly care about people mm-hmm. because it's so easy right now just to be like, F this. Right. This is too much. I'm right. gonna <laughs> OnlyFans has been on my mind. But we won't I go got there. that one whack toe. <laughs> I don't know what you're showing, girl. Feet, man, my feet are beautiful. Uh, you got beautiful Cute. feet. I do. Ten ninety nine a month. You can subscribe. <laughs> I haven't done that, but I'm saying that I truly love my job, and I get up every day ready to help somebody and put them in a house or get somebody where they don't they can move out of that house or just get somebody on the right track I have a lot of people right now they're like Marissa I want to buy a house but I don't even know where to begin right that's our job too mm-hmm. we don't just sit and write contracts or just show people houses like we have to get you on that right path before you can even set foot in a house right yeah so that's another thing that there I've got a long list of people right now and I had a girl that I worked with I want to say November of last year, got her to a lender. I kind of forgot about her, mm-hmm, to right. be honest. And she popped back up the other day. She's like, hey, we finally got our credit in line. We have our pre-approval. And that makes you so happy because right. they did what they were supposed to yeah. do. You give them the tools and you can't do it for them. Right. But when they actually do it, you know they're serious. They want a house for their family. Mm-hmm. 
I'm ready to work for you. Right. But back in November, you told them they needed 1500 Now they need... <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I had the same thing. This gal sent me a text and she's like, and they did, you know, we had looked at a house before. They kind of found out when it got to under, underwriting or really like a mm-hmm. deeper dive that they would be in a better shape if the husband was able to also be on the loan and money down. Right. Well, his credit needed some work, so they've been they've been on that path. They've done it. She texted me the other day. We just got a pre-approval for young couple. We're in West Virginia, everybody. Two hundred fifty thousand. Okay. Well, we all know how hard that is right now. Yeah. Very. And she wanted to be on a search for up to two fifty. Well, in this market, you your know, search needs to be at two hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your search needs to be in like two twenty yeah. at the most, and you better have some cash. You know, so while I was like ecstatic that she got that, mm-hmm. you know, that they did what they're supposed to do, there was also a little part of me that, w- that took a deep breath and was like, oh, I get, I get to, I get to <laughs> re-educate how this is going to go down. Because it's, it's different. Yeah. It's different than even from November. Yeah. You know, um, it's different from even January. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell me. So we talked about some ways to help buyers, obviously writing over um, the letters, offering to pay, help them pay their closing costs. I've so that seen was that new long. for me when you mentioned that. I never even thought about that. Well, if they've got the money, right? So there's a couple ways that you could, if, if you've got, if you're fortunate enough to have a buyer that has a little bit of cash, one of the things that I think makes a lot of sense is, Maybe instead of offering to pay well above the appraised value, which is certainly one thing people are doing in Mm -hmm. cash, regardless of the appraised value, they're agreeing to pay X number of dollars, you know, above if it doesn't appraise. Right. Um, I've definitely had those offers multiple times, Mm -hmm. which you almost need when they're making some ridiculous Right. They have to be able to do that. Right. Like, I want that money. If that's the (laughs) offer, then we're getting that money. It's coming one way or another. Right. But you know the house isn't going to appraise, so show me the money in cash. Let's see it. And so that's one way, but let's just say it's not feasible for them to have $10,000 over. I do think that the next best thing, because it's real money, instead of escalating to some ridiculous amount, you know, give them the amount that the house is truly worth, and then offer to help pay closing costs. So let's say maybe you can offer $3,000 toward closing costs. You know, maybe you offer to pay your buyer's agent commission Mm -hmm. as the buyer. I mean, something that is tangible and real. And again, it goes back to that calling the agent and finding out what's the carrot mm-hmm. you know what's the thing that's going to make a difference i think that's an amazing idea because it's literally the opposite of what we used to do mm-hmm. the seller would pay mm-hmm. the buyer's closing and now the buyer's got to cough up and say yes i'm serious about this house i really want this house i have the money let me help you help me right <laughs> and i think that there are some loan programs and some um you know even re- if you're like relocating and mm-hmm. things like that some some relocation programs that are out there that will pay that money yes. you know they're not going to pay the cash that's over the appraised value right. but they'll pay money toward closing costs and in in essence that is a closing cost your mm-hmm. buyer's agent commission or anything that the seller might need to pay their attorney fees right. their transfer taxes and it's totally allowable you know i mean they're happy and it's real money that you know they get to keep the seller gets to keep more to their bottom line yeah that is a good idea 
So I like that one. Um, the letter, you know, uh, it's good and bad. I mean, we have to be real careful and get not get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people have somebody, like a parent, take out some money, you know. On a the, gift. Yeah, yeah, and then do a gift to allow a child to, you know, get a house or get real money. Uh, had I, This didn't happen to me, but I had an agent, a, f- a fellow realtor that I didn't know, but he told me that he helped his client. Now, it was somebody that he knew, he okay. supported many, many times, bought and sold different homes, but even the real estate agent got engaged. Now, again, friends, I'm not advising this right. for anyone, but I just thought it was ingenious and another testament to the fact that we're doing whatever the whatever mm-hmm. it takes whatever it takes and so this agent basically gave the guy the cash to go ahead and buy a house because he was selling that the gentleman's home okay knew that he owned it free and clear knew what his net proceeds were going to be knew that he would be able to you know pay him back right. so he just wrote you know a quick promissory note to pay the money at closing and he fronted him you know, the $325,000 to go ahead and buy this house that came up that I had listed. Right. And I mean, he got it done. Otherwise, you know, we're stuck sometimes, right? We Mm -hmm. have to wait till closing for our sellers to have the money to buy the next thing. But you can't have a home sale contingency. Not right now. (laughs) Right. No. Right. That's another thing. I have some people who, a lot of people are moving from the city out here yeah. one because it's cheaper yeah two everybody can pretty much work from home now mm-hmm. so i have some people who need to sell their house in northern virginia before they can purchase which great your house is going to sell but we can't write an offer right now on a property because they're not accepting home sale contingencies yeah, they don't have it. to they do not have to so we ended up going new construction yeah i'm i mean definitely new construction in our office alone i'm <sighs> I, yeah, I we pretty much blew up with new construction. You really have because that's the options. If you're yes. if you got a government back loan, VA, FHA, USD, mm-hmm. it is not getting accepted. I'm sorry in this market. No, it's not, not if there's an option, and there are options. Yes, you know. So your option is new construction. Hurry up and wait. Right. Which um, right now houses are being delivered pretty quickly. Yeah, they, they are. are. So I was able to get a few like after viewing. I want to say maybe 24 homes with this couple. We sat down. They were getting so discouraged. And I'm like, look, we've been doing this a couple months. Right. Um, none of our offers are being accepted. Have you ever thought about new construction? Well, we really don't want to wait. And you kind of lay out a timeline for them. Okay, so let's say we keep searching months mm-hmm. and months of searching, not getting your offer accepted. But in the meantime, you can have a house built. Mm-hmm. You pick what you want it to look like. It fits your family. It's brand new. It'll be done by August. Well, we're already at May. Right. Not the end the of the The time's going to pass regardless, so you might as well be on track to buy your house right. and walk into it brand new. And they were like, wow, we didn't think about that. That weekend, we were under contract on a brand new construction. Mm-hmm. So it's there are options out there. You just have to... Be willing to go over them with your buyers and spend time with them and care and educate them, not just kind of forget about them. Right. And I've had some buyers that are like, well, we were working with this agent, but they kind of up and disappeared. And it's probably because they got busy or they just didn't want to deal with it. I get it. Right, right. I get it. I had somebody pushed off on me and now um, 
after dealing with that client, I understand why the listing agent got rid of her. (laughs) Yes, really understand. But I feel like these people are put in my life for a reason. So let me just go ahead and do what I'm supposed to do. Right. Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't cross my path if I didn't need them to cross my path. Yeah. So... Just staying yeah. open-minded. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Um, I think one of the things that you said there about, um, oh, God, I can't I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, just another strategy with, with buyers besides, you know, getting cash out of your 401K or yeah. whatever it is you have to do. I had one buyer, and they were just diligent with this, and I thought it was brilliant, they had, they were watching, um, I mean, I do believe that, you know, God obviously had his hand in this, but they wanted, we, sh- we looked at a couple houses. They had looked at, um, you know, eight months ago, they had looked at a, a new build, a new construction and felt that that was going to take too long. Mm-hmm. But then looking at homes, they really weren't finding what they wanted because I think their mind kept going back to, to that, that new house. build, that yep. pretty new, everything's perfect, everything's new. And um, they just happened to be awake when, you know, the MLS, you know, kicked on at five in the morning and saw a home in that same neighborhood that the contract that was written on it had fallen through. So a house that was, you know, two months away from being done that they loved, that was the exact model that they loved when they Mm -hmm. first looked in this exact neighborhood came available and they called and because I do have the relationship in that neighborhood and I do, you know, know the people I was texting, I was, you know, sending him Facebook messages, right. the agent that you works were out of the, town, weren't you? I think I was out of town for yeah. that one. And I just was like, Oh, let this be true. But what that made me think was, don't forget about those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So if you can connect with some of these new home building places and say, Hey, I have tons of buyers. I know there's tons of buyers out there. I've got one that's, you know, really looking for something new. So if something falls apart, will you call me? Right. Well, the answer is probably they won't because you're on their mind every day like never. But if you, but if I, as the agent, nurture three or four of those home building sites yeah. and something like that happens, I mean, to me that, that happening was a, I mean, that they did it. Okay. I mean, I didn't do anything there except that I just knew the people and hurried right. up and made the phone calls. That's the benefit of having a realtor that knows the area and has the relationships. But it made me think about other ways to help our buyers in Mm -hmm. this market. And that is, you know, hey, if something falls apart, give me a call. Yeah. But that also looks like sending them a note card every once in a while. That also looks like stopping by with lollipops, whatever you got to do. Big on our note cards lately. Yeah. Whatever Gift cards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just to show like, okay, I I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Know that I'm thinking about you, so please think about me when you're drinking your latte from Starbucks yeah. that I just bought. <laughs> yes, please, <laughs> please. Anyway, oh. those are some of the things. Is there anything else that we need to tell the audience and our friends about? If you are a buyer, if you're thinking about buying, if you're an agent working with buyers. No, I just think that you need to have patience. Yeah, for sure. Yes, you have to have patience, and you have to really care and nurture these buyers because they they deserve the same attention and care that we put into people two years ago when we didn't have to do as much work and as much effort that's horrible to say but right now even more so like 
the rates are low. So people are just getting pre-approved and they're able to buy a house and they're like, there's not enough houses. And you just, you have to care about these people enough to continuously work for them. Right, right. It's for them. And in the end, you see them happy in their family where they want to be. And to me, that's a huge payoff. Right. As opposed to the commission check. Because I remember these people. Mm -hmm. And they will remember you and how you treated them and how you cared about them and paid attention to them. So it you get paid in multiple ways in this. So yeah. I think we just need to keep that in mind. And as listing agents, we need to be nice. Yeah, be nice. And as buyer's agents, don't bite the hand don't bite any hands. Mm -mm. No. I mean, you're not going to make best friends on no. a 15-minute phone call either. Those are the ones, like, I have to roll my eyes a little bit. I appreciate the gesture. <laughs> and I, of course, do it also. But I, but you can, I can sense the desperation in some right. of the buyer's agents that call. How, how can I best set up my, you know, offer to meet your client's needs? Great question. Here are the answers. Period. I'm done. Right. Love you, bye. Go write. Go write the <laughs> offer. Send it. But it's like uh, I've had the experience where the person didn't really know how to get off the phone yet yeah. because it's like they wanted to hug me a little mm -hmm. bit longer <laughs> in hopes that. You look so pretty. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love your dress. <laughs> you smell good. <laughs> so um, it's going to be a funny, it's going to be a different ball game mm -hmm. when uh, those of us that are listing properties have to wait, you know, 30 days before an offer comes or 90 yeah or the average days on market is back to 100 I mean I'm gonna feel sick then. yeah I feel sick now if I don't have an offer in two days is yes. that crazy if it's not under contract in 48 hours you're like oh god what did I go wrong yeah what have I done what did right. I did not do and if there's a house buyers are seeing that though they're seeing it well this house has been on the market for four days what's wrong with it and I'm like man they're catching on too. Uh -huh, right <laughs> Right? I know. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Well, we will wrap it up so we can kick off our day today. Yes. But we have had uh, a lot of fun being in the studio and chatting with you all. Do you have any parting words for our audience this yeah. thing? Just uh, thank you for joining us and continue prayers for us during this crazy time, please. Yes, and amen. And with that, we will uh, ring off and talk to y'all next time. Thank you for listening to Mama's Making Moves. Thank you for joining us today on Mama's Making Moves. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss all the fun that we have for you. And follow us on all of our social media platforms.